I hold a Zoom meeting every Friday afternoon after the market closes at 3 o'clock Central Standard Time with my tribe members, and we get a gathering, and a question came up at this last Friday's meeting of, should I buy Palantir or not? This was Bob from Ireland, and Gabe pitched in and said, yeah, buy it, it's a good buy. And I said, uh, or Bob said, well, Gabe, why do you think it's a good buy, and Gabe pitched in that it's an AI company and they're basically in the business of making people better at whatever they do. And I kind of let it go at that and I thought that's really not a good enough answer for Bob and so I indicated that I would look into it and I'd let Bob know what I thought. And so I dug into it and I own about 700 shares of, of Palantir and I'm down about 67% on it uh, from where I purchased it because I got caught up in all the hype of uh, Alex Kemp. It's hard to ignore Alex and Peter Thiel and I decided I need to dig deeper into this and I need to learn more about it and I need to spend two days at Palantir. Uh, I looked it up and uh, they have multiple offices around the country and I started to focus on their foundry platform and that's located in Denver, Colorado. So that's what I did. I spent two days digging into Palantir and trying to bring what they do into a language that I understand. And in order to do that, I have to relate their activities and what they do to something that is going on in my world. And so I chose to pursue at Palantir their area of health sciences. They called it life sciences. And I met some people at Palantir. I met their chief operating officer, Shyam Sanar, who gave me a tremendous overview of where they fit and what they want to do. And he uses he used a terminology that I liked when he stated what we try to do is to understand, uh, then to decide, then act, and then make better decisions. He said that's the whole process that we follow in any of the 40 industries that we deal, deal in. And then he introduced me, since I was interested in life sciences, to uh, Catherine McMahon. And she she was very clear, but she spoke in a language that I wasn't quite familiar with, but helped me to understand how they put data together to make good decisions. Then he took the, she introduced me to Benjamin Amore. He is the forward developed engineer. Uh, so between those three people, I came away with an understanding of what Palantir does and how it's going to fit into my life relative to life sciences. And that's what I want to show you in this video and why I decided to double down on Palantir because I believe it is either the Microsoft or the Google of the next digital revolution. Stick with me, this is interesting.
Best of Us Investors presents Carrie Griegmeier. One of the first things I do when I'm considering any stock is come to Seeking Alpha. And as you can see here, I've pulled up the Seeking Alpha sheet on uh, Palantir. And the first thing I look at is their year-to-day price, and I can see they're down substantially. Uh, it says here year-to-date they're down 54%. That's about what I'm down. I also see that they have had a low uh, just within the last several days of uh, $6.71 and it's currently trading at $8.18 and I'm, I'm kind of uh, uh, seeking alpha authors basically have them as a buy, Wall Street has them as a, um, uh, a sell and their quant analysis has them as a strong sell. I'm not sure exactly what the quant analysis is based on. And and again, then I look at one of the reasons I come here is I look at uh, what what other people who are in the business actually think of it. Here's uh, an author who is saying a strong buy um, could this replace the success of Intel, Microsoft, Apple, and Amazon. Uh, that's a question I'm answering. Palantir, uh, panic time is buying time. Palantir forced into forced into neutral. Palantir bears have been right, but this is another buying opportunity. Uh, Palantir technology shares are starting to look um, itching. Is that right? Itching. These are all within the last couple days. Then I come down here and, and I, I see why. Uh, they missed their earnings, something terrible. Uh, here they are. They've, the quarter after quarter, they've missed their earnings. At the same time, their revenue is growing. Okay, as I said, to me, to understand things, I need to put it into my language. These people, uh, they, they were wonderful people, but they speak a different language than I do. I want to, I have a video of the tour that I went on, and I will put a link to that in the description so you can meet these people and you can come away with an understanding, maybe that is in more depth than mine. But let me tell you why I'm doubling down. I'm right now in the midst of my own medical situation. I've had a reoccurring um, urinary tract effect infection two in the last three months. And so I am asking myself, how do I find out what the heck's going on? And I realized after talking to, to uh, Catherine, what I needed was what she was putting together. What I realized is she had at her disposal the data on 37.2 trillion cells that are on my in my body, the data on those cells that has been collected over the history of uh, medical history. She then also had at her disposal all the medical history of of the the molecules that we use to treat the cells within our bodies. So she had 
I envisioned it as boxes of data stacked up that she could plug wires into and access them as she needed it. She then explained to me, in addition to that, we work with institutions, whether it be hospitals, whether it be pharmaceuticals, whether it be laboratories that that then have different sharing arrangements of their data with the other participants that we have in our program. And this is their foundry program. So that's another 10, 20, 30 boxes of data that they have available to them. And so then I, I, she said, then what we do is we have your data, and that data is your your past history, your family's past history, your past medical history. She said, if in, in the future, we would hope it would be the data we could get from your Fitbit, every piece of medical data that is relevant to you, and then also all the medical data that is relevant to millions of other people in the network to make a decision today that is as timely as the last second on what's the problem with Carrie's reoccurring urinary tract infection. Put that in comparison to the database that I'm using currently. I go to my doctor. My doctor is roughly 53 years old. He was educated probably 25 years ago. He's accumulated the knowledge that he's acquired over that 25 years of practicing at medicine, and he's then making a diagnosis and a recommendation for Carrie. Now, which would I rather have? Which makes more sense for my health and well-being? The data, these data points of the billions as opposed to one man's experience. That's where we are today. What I just described to you is where we're going in the future. And what I learned these past two days from Town Volunteer is how they're going to get me there. They're going to change the field of medicine by bringing all this data together in one place, and that's the place where you are when you need to gather information analyze that information, compare it to the best information available, and make a good decision. Do I need an operation? Do I just need a medication? What medication do I need? Right now, that decision's being made by one man. What I'm presented with is it could be made by a computer system of artificial intelligence and machine learning that is the accumulation of the knowledge of millions of men multiplied times millions. That's what Palantir does. So I ask, 
I went back and I asked uh, Saram. I said, what other areas are you interested in? He says, one of the top ones we're really working hard on is battery implementation. He says, Carrie, you don't, you don't have a clue as to how difficult it is to match the battery up with the right usage. And they are so temperamental that it requires the learning of machine learning to make it happen. And then I said to him, what about supply chain? He said, well, if, if we could gather the data that's involved in all the broken supply chains today, we would have no broken supply chains if all that data could be brought in. But right now, the data is being determined by a trucker in, in Los Angeles and a warehouse person in Chicago and they don't know what each other's doing, and they have no clue what's happening at the ports in Shanghai and the and the the ports in uh, and the canal at Suez. They have no coordination. That's a major area. And I said, Suzanne, let me ask you something else. Is it possible in the future? that you could identify an 18-year-old boy who's been surfing the internet and just last week went out and bought some body armor and an AK-47 and then posted a 180-page rant about racism. Could you have found him before he arrived 200 miles away at the Topps grocery store. That's a dream. Is it a possibility? Is it something we want? I don't know. Is it something I'd vote for? Yeah. This is what Palantir is all about. I learned that on my two-day visit to their website. That's the power of the past digital revolution. Palantir is going to open us up to a whole new digital revolution. That is going, if, if you believe the digital revolution of 1998 has improved your life, you don't, and you don't have a clue as to what's going to happen in the next five to ten years. So, Bob, buy Palantir. What I'm going to ask you, you, the viewers here, is Palantir the right one? Is it the Google or the Microsoft of the next digital revolution? Or is it something else? Is it that... Is it called Icebox? No, Snowflake. Is that what it is? But what I know is someone's going to deliver what I just described to you. And the world doesn't know it because we just discounted it from, I believe it was $38 a share down to as low as $6.50 a share within the last 10 days.
So I would ask you, based on what I just told you, and if you believe in the science, that's always, it always comes down to that. If you believe in the science, what is Wall Street doing? <laughs> Do they have any understanding of what's about to happen? Okay, that's what this channel's about. I, I would, if, if you have an interest, if you have an opinion, meet with me next Friday at our Zoom call. I can connect with you. There's a, there's a link to our Discord in the description. That's how you'll get the link to the Zoom call. Um, or you can go to this Best of Us Investors. That's our website that we need to improve. Um, and that's a place where you can get a link and an invitation to our Discord as well. We're growing. We're growing because we're approaching this a different way. I need a technician. I need a person here in Birmingham that can help me grow our channel. I have the ideas. I have an understanding. I need the details. So if you're here in Birmingham and, and you're young or old, I don't care, and you have an interest in building a communication channel that brings people together to help make better decisions and grows a business around it that helps other people achieve their goals, get in touch with me. Otherwise, I'll talk to you again tomorrow.